We'll start from verse number 18 and all the way to verse number 13, although I, I, I doubt we can finish the uh, stretch of the verses, but we will try our best. We'll try our best to, um, you know, um, get this done as, uh, as much as we can. At the same time, uh, we'll just go through uh, with the flow and how are we going to, um, you know, apply this into our lives and that is what we want the Lord to do to us. That uh, the Lord will give us this beautiful, beautiful pattern of His Word and we follow His way. And we thank the Lord for that and uh, we thank the Lord that He has given us an opportunity um, to be uh, around God's Word. Alright, so uh, let's take a look at these verses from verse number 16. All the way to verse number 30. We will not finish the 50 because we cannot really finish that. So um, just visit it and um, we will just read this. Let's read this responsibly, verse number 16. I will read verse 16. You respond verse number 17. All right? And then all the way to verse number 13. The Bible says in verse number 16, He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, and He recompensed me. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. Therefore had the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, in his eyesight. With the pure, thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the froward, thou wilt show thyself froward. For thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Together, verse number 30, As for God, His way is perfect, the word of the Lord is right, is a buckler to all those that trust in Him. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, once again, for bringing us together into this place of worship. Lord, and to start our uh, Sunday worship today, we are going to uh, learn things, Lord, from the book of Psalm. And help us, Lord, as we go through this chapter of the book of Psalm, chapter 18. There are 50 verses there uh, that we, as Sabor, and we, um, we, we've, um, experience, Lord, the, the beauty of uh, your word. And I pray, O oh God, that you will just speak to us through these verses. And help us, Lord, as we uh, go through along with this, that uh, you will point to us, Lord, the things that we need to rectify in our own life. And whatever things, Lord, that you can, you can see, please, Lord, um, um, call our attention to that particular subject. And help us, Lord, to, um, to attune ourselves and to your word and your way. Bless all of us, and thank you for the men that are here this morning. 
Thank you, Lord, for uh, the world will celebrate um, um, Father's Day. But Lord, most importantly, we will celebrate you in our heart because you are the most important father to, to all this earth. And I pray, O oh God, that we will honor you today. And thank you, Father, for um, uh, the, the people that have come. And I pray that as some more are coming, I pray that you will bless them on the way and keep them safe on the road and allow them to arrive here safely. We praise you, Lord. We magnify your name. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right, so here we have this uh, chapter 18 again, and we will take a look at this from verse number, I think we'll just focus on verse number 24. And uh, as we know, uh, verse number 20, perhaps we'll start verse number 20, but you can see from verse number 20 all the way to verse number 24, this talks about the rich, uh, the rich reward for all the people of God. God has promised rich reward for all of us who are faithful to the Lord. Verse number 20, it says, um, The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, as He recompensed me. You see, faithfulness in God's sight is great. And we know, we know exactly that faithfulness is rewarded by the Lord. That is why it is worth to be faithful. There is worth, there is value, there is, there is value in everything you do towards that faithfulness. Everything that you do in order for the Lord to be glorified and honored in your life, there is reward. It takes a, a trouble to us, it takes a struggle and, and hardship and sacrifices. I know it's not easy, but every step of the way, I will tell you, it's hard, it's not easy, but the Lord is on our side to enable us to accomplish that, you know, to, that God, what purpose, what God purpose in our hearts. You see, David here speaking about his reward. David's reward was according to his righteousness. According to his righteousness. Um, because he, uh, my hands were clean. Uh, let's take a look at that here yeah, because he mentioned also that one in chapter 24 of Psalm in verse number verse number 4. 24 of Psalm, verse number 4, he had he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. This is David, he's speaking about himself, and, and this is what uh, he sees in himself. What can you see about yourself? Uh, you have our own, we have our own assessment of ourselves. We, we do assessments. We look at other people. We look at the pastor. We look at the other men. We look at the ladies. We look at this particular person. And we, we you know, assess the person in our own heart. We don't, we don't like, uh, say it to other people. We just, but every person here in this room and every person that we know, we have somewhat our own assessment of them. But one make assessments on other people. I know also that we make assessments of ourselves. Now David did the same. He made assessments of himself. What is your assessment to your own life? Can you say like David that I have this righteousness in me? I, my hands are clean. Does your conscience confirm that? 
that your your hands are clean and that you are walking in the uprightness of your heart according to your righteousness that is very tough because that that calls for self reflection that calls for searching of our hearts but here you can find that David said that with the boldness and and you know it's just natural to him if if, if he would say you know, to be humble, and he would say, in opposite, uh, uh, you know, uh, on the opposite side to that, he might be lying. It would, it's rather good for him to say what what he what he sees and what he thinks in his heart, than to lie so that people will not brand him as proud or or uh, a person that is, um, you know, uh, lofty. No, we we. David did not think about it, but this is just in accordance to his assessment, his honest assessment of him, of himself. But again, he's not talking about here that uh, works for salvation theory. This is not about uh, him uh, so that he can get to heaven. He must do what he what he needed to do, and he must he must you know be righteous in his own life so that he can earn heaven. He's not talking about that. He's not talking about that this is his way of righteousness to enter heaven. But rather, he's talking about grace. The grace that God imparts, um, you know, it is not even his own righteousness, but actually it is the Lord's righteousness that God, by his grace, imparts in the life of David. So that is why um, we look at this. And David, again, is not writing about his salvation here, but he's writing about his deliverance from his enemies. Remember, he has enemies every every um, you know uh, every aspect of his life. He has enemies from within. He has enemies from without. All the nations, you know, do not like him. The people wanted him dead, and he has. He has uh, enemies all over the place, but the Lord, in every circumstance of his battle, the Lord delivered him. And that is what is his uh, assessment in himself. You know, why God delivered him? Because in his assessment, he is upright in the sight of God. He is righteous um, by, by way of his fear in the Lord, because he feared God. And he doesn't want to get away from God in any uh, moment in the future or, or the present. He doesn't want to go away from the Lord. Verse 21. Verse 21. Let's take a look at this verse 21. Chapter 18. Verse 21. It says, For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from God. He knows it from within. He knows it from within his heart. That never an instance in his life that he departed from the Lord. Never an instance in his life that he, you know, uh, he complained uh, negatively to the Lord. Never in his life that he is angry at God. So that is why David here testifies that he has stayed within the parameters of God's word. He did not step out of the boundaries. He has a boundary as a child of God. He has a boundary as the king. He has a boundary as, you know, uh, as a, a servant of God right there. But he's not going to push and or jump out of the boundary and to purposely hurt God in his life. 
No, he did not do that. If he committed sin, it's not because he, he's angry at God or he's doing that in rebellion to, to the Lord. He did not do that. So David here testified about, you know, that it is God's word. And he said, as, as I walk the straight and narrow way. And that is also what's spoken in, in Matthew 7.14. Matthew 7.14, it said, the Lord Jesus Christ spoke this. And uh, Matthew 7, verse number 14. It says this, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. This is God's way. God's way is, you know, uh, it is straight but narrow. Not as wide as the way of the world. That is why our church also has a narrow way. Our church is not, is not wide, you know. We are not wide open. Not everyone can, can, would like our service because we will not please everyone. We are not going to have our church just to please everyone and, and ev all the world will come. No, they will come, but we will make sure that when they go out, uh, they will bring with them the Word of God. But the Word of God is not the same as the Word of men. For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That is the word of God that we are bringing. And now people don't like it because, oh, it's sharp. Oh, it hurts. They don't like it. That is why this is a straight and narrow way. And that is God's way. If we are keen of following the Lord, so we have to go abide with, uh, you know, within the parameters of His Word. You see, if we draw nigh to the Lord, I will tell you that the Lord will draw nigh to us. He will draw closer to us. That's what James said. In verse number 22, go back to chapter 18 of the book of Psalm. Chapter 18, verse number 22, the Bible says... For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I did not put away his statutes from me. So, again, David here stayed um, in God's law. And he kept the statutes of the Lord. Again, that is beautiful. Because we will, we will look at ourselves and see upon ourselves whether are we really keeping the statutes of the Lord? Are we walking uh, in the uprightness of our heart before the Lord? We do well if we stay. We do well if we stay in the Word of God. And, and, and you know, honor God in our life. Just within this, you know, the, uh, you know the, the psalmist is looking at this as the boundary or parameter. But I will tell you, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy has this to say. 2 Timothy... Chapter 2, um, verse number 14. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse number 14 of these things. Um, Put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers, to the conversion of the souls, to, to rectify the wrong. That's what the pulpit should do. I mean, the purpose of the pulpit is to straighten the, the crooked way of the people. 
Sometimes it hurts when we when we assert the the word of God in the pulpit. It hurts, but again, that 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 wound can can be can be healed and and you'll be uh, well and you will go well. In verse number fifteen, study to show thyself approved to God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See, we do we do well. We do well if we stay in the Word of God. Verse, go back to 18 of the book of Psalm. Psalm chapter 18, verse number, this time verse number 23 and verse number 24. We see here um, in verse number 23 and verse number 24, I was also upright before Him. And I kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore had the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in His eyesight. This is the most beautiful thing. When we can see this in our own lives, that we can, we can you know, um, affirm this in our own walk, that Lord, um, I know that You will bless me according to the uprightness of my, of my walk, according to the cleanness of my heart. Because my friends, only us can say this. Not other people, not your wife, not your husband, not your children, and not your brother or sister. Only us can say this because we know what we are, what, what, what is going through in our heart. Although the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, but God, you know, gives us this um, view that as, as, a, as a child of God, we have that relationship with the Lord and we know our relationship with Him. We know it. I hope that you know because it is a tragedy if you do not know your relationship with the Lord. And it is a tragedy if you just, you know, live your life day by day and you do not know whether you are wronging God or not. Because time will come that you will get a smack from Him. And we don't want that to happen. Now, David here is really straightforward in his declaration. He was straightforward in his declaration of the way that he kept himself from sin. He has sinned. You know, he did not say that he was sinless. Just like you and me, we have sinned. But we know that we fear God. Every time we commit that sin, we have that dread. We have that uh, fear. We have that, you know, scary look in our soul. That we sin against our God. We sin against the Lord. And David has that, that here in, in, his, um, in his declaration. That he kept himself from his sin. He has seen that he has to stay away. You know, he, I believe it's a struggle. When a person is into sin, it's so hard to detach himself from it. It's like addicting and because the flesh loves it. The flesh loves it and the spirit hates it. And there's a battle within to, to stay in that sin or to step out of that sin. But most of the time your flesh will vote in favor of that sin. Every time that there is sin, your flesh will vote in favor of that. But every time there is sin, your spirit will, will vote against it. And there is a battle within. That is why Apostle Paul said, The things that I would, I do not. And the things that I would not, that do I. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? But thanks be to God. Oh, thank God that he has a God that can help him in the battle of this flesh, against the flesh. You see, David 
in his declaration that he kept himself from sin. And according to God's rewarding method, uh, he knows that um, his righteous conduct, his behavior, and his self-examination, often self-examination, and the purity of his heart, he knows that he's going to be rewarded by God. If you look at David from outside without knowing his heart and follow his life, you don't like it. You don't like it. In fact, a lot of people hated him because they don't like what they saw in him. He's the king of Israel. And yet, he took Bathsheba to be his wife. But it cannot be. Bathsheba was already married to Uriah. And in order for him to take Bathsheba, he needs to kill Uriah to make Bathsheba a widow. And therefore, he can advance and take her. And that is evil. And he did that. You see, Ahitophel, I think that's the uncle of Bathsheba, hated it to the core. That when someone rose against David, no question and no doubt. And there's, there's, there's no more, you know, um, the reason there, why not side with Absalom? This is an opportunity to take revenge of this man. Although Ahitophel was this, you know, um, a great man in the kingdom, he was David's advisor. He was David's, uh, um, you know, uh, counselor. He ate with David in, 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 in his table, and they have counsel together. They discuss things together. And most of the time, the counsel of Ahitophel, perhaps, the um, righteous and sound, but deep within the heart of Ahitophel and many others hated David because of what he did. But here, David was declaring his righteousness. In his heart, he knows that he is righteous. In his heart, he knows that he is upright because he fears the Lord. He has God in his heart. And that's all he want, He has. Because outside of it, it's not really clear. So therefore, the people uh, were divided in those times. But David, and we're talking about the perspective of the man. We're talking about here what David sees in himself. That is why it's good for you, it's good for me to assess our own life, assess our own heart, whether we are upright in the sight of God. Because there's no one that can tell that but you. David exercised the same thing. He exercised the uh, personal assessment and, you know, um, unbiased assessment of his own. He said David is really... Um, keeping himself from his sin. And the Lord rewarded him according to his righteous conduct. The Lord rewarded him according to the purity of his heart. And we see, my friend, we are also admonished in that, that we keep ourselves from sin. Desire it. Step out of that sin. Get away from that sin. Because that sin will just lead you into more misery. That sin will lead you into more trouble. 
that sin will lead you into, you know, agony. Until the end of that is destruction. The end of that is death. When sin, when it is finished, it brings forth death. You see, verse number 25 to verse number 27. Now, the Lord here uh, deals with the proud. And also be careful because also God deals with the humble. It, it doesn't mean that if you are not known, that you have no reward. But God searched the hearts. He will deal with the humble and he will also deal with the proud. In verse number 25, it says, it says here, um, With a merciful that will show thyself merciful. With an upright man that will show thyself upright. With a pure that will show thyself pure. And with a froward that will show thyself froward. Now, God's mercy is extended to those who have mercy to other people. Those people who, who exercise and practice mercy to their neighbors. If you exercise mercy, I will tell you the Lord will also exercise mercy towards you. And that is what David is saying here. To the merciful, he show himself merciful. To the upright, is the same. And that is what the Lord Jesus Christ also said. Blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. And the upright in heart are favored by the Lord. And with the upright, the Lord also will show himself upright. That is our God. That is how he deals with the upright, the humble, and the proud. And I will tell you, in, 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 in our life, there is always these people that are um, destitute, poor. There are always these people that are poor. Not necessarily poor materially, but, you know, you can just see in their situation that they are really poor. Um, sometimes uh, poor with material things, no food, no, um, there's no, uh, you know, a proper dwelling place. Yeah, that, that's, that's material uh, poor. But there are people also that even though they are rich in material things, that they are also poor. So again, uh, it will show that the Lord has this, you know, special place for them. The, the Lord has a special place to those people who are, um, in, in God's view, in God's economy, poor. And He will show favor upon these people. And again, the Lord will deal with that. And we don't have really to worry about those people who enrich themselves um, and just gain. And we don't have to worry about for those people who, who just, um, you know, um, oppress other people. Because the Lord is the judge of all this. In 1 Peter, let's take a look at this. 1 Peter... Chapter 5, 
First Peter chapter five. When verse number four to start with, verse number four, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder, yea, all of you. Be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. So the Lord will exalt, the Lord will lift you up, the Lord will establish your going, the Lord will strengthen you. In other words, you have a bright future with God. The Lord will give you favor. That is how God deals. Show yourself merciful. And the Lord will, will be also merciful to you. Show yourself upright. The Lord will show himself upright also to you. Verse number 28 and verse number 29. Go back to our text in Psalm chapter 18. Do we have time? Um, no. Let's start from there. Um, let's thank the Lord for this. And again, let us just chew this... Um, verses of this chapter because they are very beautifully you know worded there in the scripture and we will see how it affects us and how it works in our life by really uh, working really well do not miss our sunday school do not miss our sunday school because we will we will find the rich um, um, advices and counsel of god in our sunday school and this is a, a blessing to all of us right chapter 18 our is our um, text and we are just maybe uh, halfway there and we still have another 22 23 verses to go and I hope that um, you will follow this all throughout the way because there are a lot of things that we can learn let's pray now let's close our Sunday school our Father in heaven we thank you Lord uh, once again for the beautiful words and Lord how you deal with us whether, whether to the haughty and the proud and also to the humble and meek in spirit, Lord, you will deal with all of us. And we thank you, Lord, because um, your judgments are true and, and righteous all together. And we pray, O oh God, that um, you will find ourselves, you, find, you will find us uh, with mercy, that you will, you will look and you will, you will uh, search in every child of yours. And I pray, O oh God, that we will be found to be merciful in your sight. And bless, Lord, your people. And I pray that we will shun any um, haughtiness. We will shun all those um, things that dis displease you, O oh God. That, Lord, as we walk our life here on this earth, we will be um, a pleasant um, um, child of yours. And that, Lord, uh, your favor will always be upon us. Bless your people once again. And we thank you for bringing us to this Sunday school lesson. And bless Lord um, the remainder of our service this morning and all the rest of our services today. I pray that you will give us the victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a break. And we have, I hope we have drinks over there at the, at the back.